How deep the Father's love for us How vast beyond no measure That He should give His only Son Just to save a rich His how great the pain of searing loss When the Father turned His face away His wounds which mother chosen one Oh, bring sons to glory Behold the man sins upon his shoulders so ashamed I hear my mocking voice as he goes out among the scoffers Lord it was my sins that held him there until it was my Travel far and near 
So let us take our Bibles. Read in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 10. But before we read, let us pray. Loving, kind, heavenly Father, we are grateful, Lord, to be assembled in your name. Although we don't see one another, but already the, we know that we are assembled in spiritual places, in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus. Therefore, Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit, which has no limitations of distance and walls that he will uh, fellowship with each and every person. Hide me behind the cross of Calvary. That Lord God, you use my vessel to speak to your children. And may the Spirit of God come down upon the church, Lord. Give us hunger and thirsty for righteousness. That a revival will be born in us, Lord. That will quicken the seed word of God that is in us. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. So we are reading Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. It reads, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that he may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, having therefore, stand therefore, having your loins got about with the truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet showed with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the, the sword of the spirit, 
which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. You may be seated. Amen. He continues in verse 19 and says, And for me, in other words, pray also for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am ambassador in bonds, that uh, therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Now, tonight we're going to share on the subject that I will call a dressed up Christian soldier. Yes, as Christian soldier. That is fully dressed. Uh, we always have, we always don't have enough time, so I don't know tonight, but uh, may the Lord help us. Now, listen to this quote. And so Paul here is speaking of a soldier dressing. Going to war. A soldier getting himself in armor, preparing for a battle. And I kind and I kind of like the way he places it. Preparation. You know, I believe it was Lincoln that said one time, In the time of peace, prepare for war. All it might not have been he, but it, could, it sounds like, it seems to me, rather it was he that made that statement. In the time of peace, prepare for war. In other words, as a nation, you must know that there is there will be a time of war. You don't wait for war to prepare for war. I remember our president uh, in those uh, first uh, elections he was running with Kawanga Semogere. And Kawanga Simogere kept saying, you see, there is a lot of money that is spent 
In defense, because our the president Museveni is a warmonger. No, no, he likes fighting. But if you elect me, I will not be fighting. The money that is spent on weapons and wars, we shall be spending it to develop ourselves. And he lo it looked like a very brilliant, brilliant point. And our president seven had to to attack that also. Or to neutralize it. He said, you see, uh, Sam keeps saying that uh, for him we will not spend uh, a lot of budget on, um, on, on defense. Because you will always make peace. He said, this man is dreaming of the regime of Jesus Christ where the Bible says a lamb will lay with a lion. But in this regime, in this time, we know lions eat lambs. But in that kingdom of Christ, it shall not be so. Therefore, because there are leopards and lions that hunt for our lambs, we have to prepare for weapons. We have to protect our people. Isn't that true? So in the time of peace, prepare for war. Because war will come. There are leopards. There are lions that are seeking to devour your sheep. So you must spend a lot of uh, strength on weaponry. Amen. Amina. On defense. So also as a Christian, you must know that war, the devil is always looking for you. And he's seeking to destroy you. Therefore, you must have your defense mechanism very strong. Let me first finish this quote. And that would be a good thing for us to think about. In time where everything is running smooth, you better get ready. For certain isn't going to let it run smooth 
Very long. Kubanga stand tagenda kuchileka chigende nga chitambula bulunji kumale bange dene. Kakati muli mulukungana. Mulutalo. Muli mulutalo. And everything will just pour along fine. Kakati Echunti but you are going to leave here in few days and you are going to no yeah, yeah it was a convention like olukungana wabade mutifoksoka. Mhm. But you are going to live here in a few days and you are going to meet the enemy. Kakati mugenda kuluva mu enaku ntono musinka no mulabe. You might not even wait till you get ready to leave. Ayinzo obutakulinda na kuwetegeka kugenda. He might attack any time. Asobola okulumba obudde bonna. So he is Wicked and ruthless. He just carries on whenever he can. Whatever he can say or do. He does it right now. So it's best to be dressed all the time. You might meet him out on the street. You might meet him in your car, in the car. Hard telling where you meet him. Or he will meet you right in the seat there. And meet right at the pulpit here. Do you think the devil fears to come here? Do you think he fears to go there? There is no physical place where the devil fears. No. There is no physical place. Because if the Bible says where the sons of God are assembled, the devil comes. Amen. So even where God is, the devil goes there. And there is no holy person. However much you are walking in the flames of the fire of the Holy Ghost. That the devil will not attack you. Otherwise, he could not have attacked Jesus Christ. And he is in the wilderness. At the end of fasting. And the devil comes. Have you ever been in prayer? And a wrong thought comes to you. And you are right in the presence of God. Even you feel discouraged. How can I think like this? When I'm talking to God. So you must understand the ways. The ways of Satan. The ways of God. You must know his, you must learn his tricks. Amen. So, he tells us. We are not wrestling against flesh and blood. 
but against principalities. Against power. You know now, the word of God is so rich. Every line, every phrase, has very deep meaning. So here he tells you, we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. Do you know it is very important that you are not wrestling against flesh and blood? It's very important to know your husband is not the problem. Your child is not the problem. Your husband is not the problem. Your boss is not the problem. In another place, the prophet said, there are two forces that govern every the, the affairs of men. It's either God or it is a devil. Your boss may behave in a certain way. Look for which force is using him. It can't be otherwise. Either it is God or it's the devil. Your family, your child, your father, your mother, your wife, your husband. When he says or when he behaves, see who is using the child. Brother Branham talks of his daughter when she was just an infant, Becky. How she cried the whole night. He said, now this is the devil. He's after my ministry. He got the child. Prayed and cast out the devil. And he says from that time. He has been the most peaceful child. Can you imagine in the crying of the child. The devil has entered. It is the devil. If you don't understand the, you know, the spiritual warfare, you'll get a whip. You'll get a whip and beat the child. You whip and whip and whip the child. Kumbe, it is not that child. It's the devil. So, the, the spirit of God through this apostle comes and tells us we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers of darkness. The devil can enter this microphone and disorganize it to fail the service. The devil can fail the car you have boarded or the vehicles, the vehicle you have boarded. 
Because he knows you're going to play a very important role in the service. All because God is preparing to bless you. Just to fail you. That's why Brother Bram said. When he's going for a mission. A gospel mission. And everything in his life turns upside down. He said there yeah, he knows there is a lot of blessing that is going to take place there. The devil has foreseen it. And he's trying now to hold him back. To block him. Devil. So brother, sister. That is a very great knowledge to have. And to walk in it. And to apply it always. That we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, rulers of the darkness, of this world, against spiritual wickedness, in high places. And the devil knows to come at every every level. If you're a preacher, he will come as a preacher. He will try to disorganize your family. And all that he's aiming at is to shoot and fail your ministry. You better have your eyes open to say who is doing this? Who is behind this? Is it God? Is it Satan? And what is the devil aiming to achieve by doing this? And therefore, if you spot that it is the devil, you pray against it. You withstand him. The Bible says, resist the devil. And he will flee from you. So we normally want to blame, you know, my boss. You know, he's like this. You know, his tribe. His tribe, the against our tribe. You know my neighbor. You know my husband. You know my child. You know, you know, you know, you know. We look at flesh. We look at the flesh and blood. So Paul tells us, don't look at flesh and blood. There are two powers that can control the affairs of men. If it is not God, it's the devil behind it. So how would you fight the devil? Just see the devil behind the thing. How would you fight the devil? If you knew it is the devil, you would know how to fight. 
If you go to know that he is the devil, you no longer condemn this person. You just know that he's being used. Then you attack the one using him or her. Then it is him using him or her to attack. And the way they fight against the devil, it is not the way you fight your fellow human being. Once you get to know that this is the devil, if you are if you are directing your anger towards the devil, you don't do it physically. You attack him in the spiritual level. And we are given spiritual Amen. One of them is prayer. The second is love. This person being used by the devil. Once you love him or her, he will allow the devil a place in his life. He will not allow the devil. He will not give the devil a place in his life. Praise God. Amen. So, no Rachel. So we must know how to further spiritual warfare. Watch him, he goes ahead and says, the breastplate and the helmet and everything else. The prophet here says, which you could dress that sword up for you here but we haven't got time. Let's take the lions guard about with, with a girdle. That's, that's the belt that holds the, the rest of it together. Guard your lions with the truth. The day uh, in the day, brother, where, when there is all kinds of isms and fanaticisms, it's time to guard yourself with the truth. Jesus said, I am the truth. I tell you when people say, what about this? What about that? It's good to see that all truth buckled around you. Isn't it? Knowing where you are standing. Then stand there. Let them say, well, you have this, that, or the other. You know where you are standing. Have the whole armor buckled on. A gut around here. Buckled good and tight. And pull it down with the truth of God's word anchored in your heart. 
Oh devils in hell can't upset you. That's why you can meet Satan. Say it's written. Hallelujah. Oh, I will tell you, brother, did you take up serpents? No, sir. I believe Jesus Christ. Did you do this or the other? No. I received the person from the Holy Spirit. up and I'm my own gut with the truth. Now, truth in the loyons. He said that's where all is held. His shirt, his trousers is all held here by the belt. That is where you tighten everything. Amen. Once you get off your belt, your trouser can fail and your, your shirt can get off. Meaning that the, the truth that, that holds the, all our Christianity. It is very important for a Christian to know where he is standing in the word of God. We cannot overemphasize there. One, when you, your faith is off the Bible, then the Holy Spirit cannot bless you. The Holy Spirit uh, follows the word. There is a lot we could say there. You see, look at the message, the restoration of the bread tree. When the palm ate the fruits, the locusts ate the leaves. The cankum ate the back of the tree. The cankum. So Brother Bram said the back of the tree signifies the word of God, the truth. And then he said, that is the religion that covers the church. And he said, it's the lifeline. You see, Adam and Eve were covered by the glory of God. But when sin grieved God away, they looked for a substitute. And that is leaves. So a church that is walking in truth, their nakedness will never be seen before God. They are dressed because they are in truth. And also, their lifeline is on. Because as life comes from the ground, from the earth, it goes through from the roots and to the leaves going through the back of the tree. 
And the back of the tree is the in, it means it represents the truth. The true gospel. In other words, when the enemy tampers with the gospel and removes truth and gives them creeds, takes away true baptism, gives them false baptism, makes women to preach, you know, gives them a wrong approach to Holy Communion. They believe wrong about Godhead. They believe wrong about marriage and divorce. All those areas of the Word of God. So that takes away the Holy Spirit from their Because the Holy Spirit can bless nothing but God's word of truth. He's the one who gave the word and he will only bless the word. Where the word is not, he's not there. Amen. Amen. Today we were having um, a discussion with the number, number of ministers on our social media. And we are looking at the doctrine of marriage. You see there is a scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, which says, if the unbeliever depart concerning marriage, a brother or a sister is not in bondage. It's not bound. So, Brother Branham was asked, what does that mean, not bound? Does it mean he can remarry? Because the unbeliever has left. And then he says, you see, some of those uh, uh, scriptures, they are answers to what the believers had asked Paul. Paul Paul is answering them. You need to know what they had asked for you to know why he answered them that way. He said, but this is what it means. If the unbeliever leave you and say now since for you you have become a Christian saved I don't agree with your faith you are just a bunch of fanatics and you are just a bunch of holy rollers so I cannot keep with you in marriage and then he leaves you you are not bound 
Now, he said, you're not bound, you cannot by not holding them to yourself. Tosibidwanti kubanga waliwa wali wakumye wali wanyere zako. Because uh, to begin with it is seen to divorce. To separate. But not you are not bound to that sin. In other words, you are not held guilty. Because they have left you. You have not chased them. But you have, they have left you because of your faith. But then the prophet said, but when it comes to you remarrying, he said, no, you can't remarry as long as you still have that living companion. But now some preachers even recently I attended a, 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 a wedding by a message preacher and he was saying exactly contrary to what the prophet said. Said the scripture says if the unbeliever depart. Therefore if your wife becomes disobedient to you and there over if your wife becomes disobedient to you and the wife tells her to obey that means she has become an unbeliever. And therefore if she leaves you you are free to remarry. Because the Bible has said you are not in bondage. If you are not in bondage it means you are free. And freedom means freedom. Therefore you can remarry. His interpretation looks sensible. But it is false. For us to know the word of God. The mind of God. We get it by the star of the age. And now you find in such churches brothers separate with their wives brothers separate with their wives and their wives marry others and the brothers also look for those to marry. Why? Because of such teachings. Now, by doing so, the lawyers have not got with the truth. By doing so, their tree has lost its back. The lifeline is broken. And the Holy Spirit will not move in that church. You see, even a, even a hen, when he lays eggs and starts to brood over them, 
if someone comes and tries to tamper with those eggs and changes them with his hand like the hen and the come and discover that my eggs have been tampered with. I don't know what enters his mind. I don't know why they, they hate it. It will refuse those eggs. So the Holy Spirit is like that. When in a church, when in a church, tampers with the word of God, with the doctrine, the way the Holy Spirit said it, and it gets tampered with, the Holy Spirit comes back to its eggs, and finds it has been tampered with, he stays away from it. And when the Holy Spirit has stayed away from it, the church, and stays away from those believers, then they are weak. They are natural. They are vulnerable. They have no strength to overcome the world. They cannot overcome sin. Because the supernatural power has left them. You find the church is natural. It has no power of God. And you sit in the church, you wonder where you are seated. And the, preacher, and the preacher preaches and you wonder what he is saying. And after two and a half hours of preaching, you wonder what have you gained. And after the singing, you wonder what you've been singing. You come to church dry, you go back dry. What is the problem? The Holy Spirit left that place. Because his word was tampered with. But brother, when you know where you are standing, in the word of God, the gates of hell cannot prevail against you. What made the Spirit of God leave Samson? Tampering with the word. That hair on his head those locks of hair represented the word keeping the word when it were seven off it is a type of the church losing the word so an individual who knows where they stand in the word? Who have the knowledge of the word? Who have the revelation of the word? Such that if someone is preaching something strange, you simply feel it has not it is it has not sounded right. Is that right? 
You know, you know where you, you know. No, no, no. This is what Paul said. This is where the pro, well, this is what, what the prophet said. And then you stand with the word of God. Then, brother, your loyalties are very guarded and tightened. Praise God. And then he goes on and says, uh, put on the whole arm of God. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, take on to you the whole. Stand there for having your learned get about with truth. Truth, truth not creeds. But, but truth. Not dogmas, but truth. Not interpretations of men. But truth. Truth. You know where you stand. You know what the word says about it. And you leave that word. You see, truth is not only knowing it, but knowing it and living it. So you will not be allowed, you will not be, uh, you you will not be uh, deceived. Not only now having a true doctrine, but I want you to remember our sermon that says, uh, the way man thinketh is the way he is. The power of thoughts, the power of confession. You see, the devil will come and try to change, to give you a negative thinking, to, to, tell, to think you away from the word. And he will say, you know what? Uh, you, God has left you. You have crossed the line of mercy. He's not there for you and he does not care for you. And that is just the devil saying that. You must know what the word says about you. He says I will never leave you. I will never forsake. You see God is not an Indian giver. That he gives you salvation now and tomorrow he snatches it away from you. Recently I was, I was uh, in, a, in, a, in a barara we had gone to with another preacher. Brother Talent. And the question came about uh, uh, how, how do you know that uh, Something, I don't remember exactly how the question was. Uh, but I remember very well the answer. The answer was to the question. As long as you still have desire for forgiveness. It means you have not crossed the line of mercy. Okay, it was about, the question was about sinning away your day of grace, something like that. 
So the answer was, as long as you have the longing for forgiveness, it's a sign that you're already forgiven. There is forgiveness for you. Because the scripture says, deep calls to the deep. And Brother Branham explains that as, before, he said, what was first? Is it the fins on the fish or the water? Is it the earth or the roots on the tree? So he says, it was the water before the fins came on the fish. In other words, the fins came on the fish because there is water for it to swim. So roots the earth came first before the trees came up with roots. So the roots came on the tree because there is an earth for them to grow. So who came first? Is it the Savior or the sinner? It was the Savior. So why you are longing for forgiveness is because there is forgiveness for you. Why you are longing for salvation because there is a Savior for you. Why you long for, for healing is because there is healing for you. All, you will not long for it to begin with. If there is no forgiveness for you, you will not have the conviction and longing for forgiveness. So as I taught it that way, when the preacher he was with a number of brethren, they were very, very happy. They had never seen it that way. Because they were thinking, uh, you can do something wrong, and you long for forgiveness, and you repent, and you long for forgiveness, and you will never be forgiven. However much conviction, however much seeking and seeking for forgiveness. So you know now I'm bringing that as an example. Truth. Knowing truth. Having truth around your loyalty. The devil will be powerless before you. Do you know he likes telling you that ah he, he likes discouraging. And that's what, why he's called the accuser of brethren. Because 
Don't think that a choosing is for him going before God and say, you know, Gideon did this. No, he comes to me, to the Gideon, to to choose me of my wrongs to discourage me. That's how he chooses us. You did this, therefore. For you, you, you are just, there is no hope for you. You are lost. And God has turned his back on you. And you have crossed the line of mercy. But the prophet was asked, I did something wrong. I've been praying and seeking God. I don't feel him. I feel as if there is no forgiveness of Brother Bram said. Brother Bram said, you are already forgiven. If you were not forgiven, you would not even long for forgiveness. Now, if you know all that as revelation or knowledge, you will overcome the lies of Satan. He will come and tell you, but you're still feeling the pain. Therefore, you're not forgiven. But you have sought the Holy Spirit for so long. Therefore, he's not for you. But Abraham waited for 25 years. And the promise was still there for him. Waiting for long does not mean that you're off the road. Praise God. So, you know the truth and walk in it. That's why it pays. It pays for you to read the word and for you to be prayerful so that the word you read gets stamped in your heart and the summons you hear so they get stamped in the heart and let me say this it also pays to be a member of a church where Real teaching of the word goes on. Yes, Brother Branham said, it matters a lot which teacher teaches you. If you, are, you come from a church where you've been laid on the real foundation, not on just excitement. Wherever you go, you will be exceptional. In the battle of faith, you will stand out because you are equipped with God's word. Praise God. Truth 
Amazima. Already I could right. Today is Wednesday. Seems like I can't go find this subject. Uh, subject. Chita yukanga se sobo la kugenda wala nyomu chokuika kuchino. Katulekera utuja kwe yongera. Let us stop today. We shall continue God willing. Friday. We stopped when we have dressed our soldier. Musupi. On the belt. Chisiba muchuato. That belt in the west. That is where we have stopped from. Hallelujah. Amen. Ayamba de chomuchuato. As dressed up. That is the truth of the word of God. Some people think that Jesus means all the time. It is obvious we have to speak the truth all the time. It doesn't mean that. It means that you are made up of the you know in the stage of the perfect man there is that virtue of knowledge knowledge of the word of God Branham said she will have the mind of Christ and she'll be able to know what to do with the word. When any temptation comes, when any challenge, the bride will know how to say, it is written. This is what the word says about it. And you overcome the temptation of the enemy. Amen. 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 Praise God. You are suggesting we sing that? And when the battle is over, we shall wear a crown. Yes, we shall wear a crown. Yes, we shall wear a crown. And when the battle is over, we shall wear a crown. In the new I'm a your soldier of the cross. I fall all the love. I turn life to all his cause. Oh, blush to speak his name. Oh yes, we shall wear a crown. Yes, we shall wear a crown. And when the battle's over, oh, if then you oh, wear a crown, wear a crown, wear a crown. Oh, wear a crown. Be crowned, hallelujah, and win the battle.
we shall weigh our crown in the new Jerusalem. My child, because red to the skies, oh, friend, will be so easy. Oh, well, that's fought to Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us sing another and stand up for Jesus. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. Ye soldiers of the cross, lift up his 